22-year absence, the Boston Celtics are NBA champions once again. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Seven seconds. They got Benetarian range. I'll tell you, what Tom Brady just did gives me goosebumps. Wide again for Tierney. Tierney's cross. Lucic, top of the circle, Horton, the drive, score! The Bruins knock out Montreal! Welcome to another edition of the Boston Sports Extra podcast. My name is Justin Gonzalez. Alongside here today with me is Kyle Porchi and Anthony Crisante. We are the Dirty Water crew. Um, what is up, everybody? How you guys doing today? What's going on, Justin? How you doing, bud? Hey, man. What's up? What's up? Um, so Anthony's gonna be in the in the background today. He's not feeling too good. He's got that. He's got a little case of the allergies. Um, can't blame him. Um, but we have an episode that is also just like all the others, jam packed with Red Sox stuff. So uh, let's 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 get right into it. Um. So I want to start off by going over the uh, the series with the with the White Sox. Um, we split the series, um, and so I'm going to go over this real quickly. Uh, we we split the series. Uh, that was, you know, uh, that was a little, a little surprising. Um, you know, I think when you're looking at a team like the White Sox, who are just not quite, um, you know, they're. Yeah, I'm well that's the thing. Like they they're kind of they're kind of a pain in the ass a little bit. You know what I mean? Like they're <laughs> yeah. they're to that point where it's like they're like a they're like a cheaper version of the Braves right now. You know what I mean? Like they have the the the, the they have the youth, they have the 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 potential to be really good in the few years. I just think, yeah. you know, it kind of looks a little not as good for the White Sox just because the Braves are doing so well right now. Yeah. And I don't think yeah. I don't think that's fair to say because no one expected the Braves to be this good. Um, but, you know, uh, in the last episode, uh, Gabrielle was talking about how, you know, the White Sox were rolling. You know what I mean? They took the series from the Yankees. Um, you know, they 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 were they were doing great. You know what I mean? They 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 blew out the Yankees, um, and they they had momentum going into the series. I mean, Gabrielle is actually absolutely right um, on the last episode, and you know what? Like it showed. You know this this White Sox team. They they showed up. You know what I mean? They you know I'll be you know uh, one of the games kind of was delayed by what like two and a half hours for rain. Yeah, that was the, yeah. the Copic start. But um, I mean, momentum's a huge killer. And when a team's riding the hot wave, look out! It don't matter who it is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, and and the the saying the saying for momentum in baseball is, you know, momentum only lasts until the ne- until your next pitcher takes the mound. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like you know, you look at the the way this team has been rolling, you know, um, and you know they just beat it. Like I said, they they beat a really good good Yankees team, um, and then they're going into this Red Sox team. You know, this Red Sox series having something to prove. Because you know, you, obviously, Moncada Moncada has something to prove. It's Kopech's first start, or I think it was what it was his, his second. It was a se- it was a second career start. It was his first start against the the, the Red Sox. So yeah. you know, talk about guys that really want to you know show up their old team. Yeah, you know, I, what mean, I mean, especially after the Chris Sale trade from Chicago to Boston, everyone yeah. thought that trade like Chicago got stomped on. So they so they had a lot to prove. Like, hey, we got some great talent from this team. Like. We, we didn't lose that trade. Like, this is what we got, and we're going to be a pain in your side for the next, I don't know, five, ten years. Look right. out. Yeah. And, it was you a know, statement. Yeah. No, it, it was it was, it was was a statement. It was, it was like, you know, uh, we'll, we'll, these, this is going to be a really good series come, you know, the next two years. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, so uh, let's just – I want to go over some numbers real quick. Uh, Ian Kinsler was the star of the offense for that series. 
Um, he had a 1043 OPS in the series, uh, you know, and that's 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 tremendous for a three game. Uh, sorry, four game series. Um, and then you have Mookie Betts had a had a had an OPS over a thousand, so he's he's back after after that slump. Um, but you know, we we were kind of expecting him to jump back, you know, any yeah. any day now. Um, JD just keeps doing JD things, 853 OPS, and Jackie Bradley Jr. I mean. You know, you, you talk about a guy that is just he's just keeping it going, keeping the line moving. You know, he's given he's given him being in that ninth spot is really giving Mookie Betts a lot of opportunities to bring in more RBIs than he would as a leadoff person. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think I think I think that says a lot to where, you know, to 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 keeping him in the ninth spot. Yeah. He's not he's not gonna get as many as many at bats as he would if he was higher up in the lineup. But you know, if he has a really good chance to be in front of Mookie Betts without leading off, because you you obviously you want Mookie Betts to get more at bats, obviously, than exactly, than yeah. than Jackie. And there's no better spot in the lineup than the first the, the first spot. Um you know I think it I think it's the, the lineup for for the most part is constructed really really well. Um yeah. I mean, like I like we all kind of alluded to two or three podcasts ago, he's finally comfortable in that ninth spot. Yeah. Once you get comfortable, I mean, yes, he's riding a really nice hot streak, but it's not like mind-blowing like he's hitting 20 home runs in the last three months. No, it's just just a hot wave of consistency, and that's the situation and the team is acts of Jackie Bradley Jr. for the last three years. He's right. finally showing the consistency – and enjoying the nine hole, which not a lot of people can enjoy that nine spot. No, but he's no. finally enjoying it, staying comfortable, getting loose, and just being Jackie. That's all we can yeah. ask for. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, I, I was thinking, I, this kind of just dawned on me this thought. Um, sometimes, 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 what a lot of a lot of uh, uh, managers will do is, uh, especially you know, in the National League, they'll do this. Um, they'll have the pitcher hit eighth. And then they'll have a batter hit ninth um, for the reason that that ninth batter kind of acts like a, like, you know, the, you kind of have like two leadoff guys, basically. Yeah, he's the um, starter because no one expects a pitcher to get a lot of hits. Right. So my theory is, is that I think for uh, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, I think uh, um, Porcello is pitching today. I'm pretty sure. Um, yes. Yeah, so he's 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 pitching today Tuesday. You could see, you could very well see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Porcello Porcello is not you know he's he is a really good hitting pitcher. You know what I mean? He loves pitching. He enjoys pit. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. He's he <laughs> enjoys batting as much as he enjoys pitching. Yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully, but, he you likes know, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I would hope so too. But, um, you know, you could, you could very well see something like that because, you know, again, having someone like that in front of, in front of Mookie Betts is, is extremely important. So you're kind of getting, you know, uh, uh, a lead off guy out of Jackie without not really having him lead off. Exactly, um, and and it's a double plus here, especially if Porcello gets on base or a pitcher yeah. gets on base, then Jackie, you yeah. know, Mookie's going to do something. He's just that special. Right, exactly. Um, so you know, um, uh, Eduardo Eduardo Nunez has been has been uh, having a really good second half. Didn't have so much of a good series with the White Sox. It's not you know it's not a big deal. You know he's still contributing in a in a very special way. Um, you know uh, especially when Benintendi, who is in the two hole, is not really contributing that that much recently. Um, he is still on his cold streak, like we said in the last episode. Um, you know, and it's you can really compare it to the cold streak he had in the beginning of the season. Um, you know, I I talked about, I alluded to, uh, you know, how that kind of how his struggles behind Mookie Betts really, con, you know, contributed to Mookie Betts's uh, struggles uh, himself. Because Mookie Betts wasn't seeing the pitches as uh, as often as he would have when Benintendi is batting hot behind him. Yeah. Um. So you know, it, it, listen, he's he's this is his second full year. Yeah. You know, he's he's figuring it out still. He's young enough. He you know, I I don't I don't think anybody should worry about this kid. He's still he still has tremendous numbers for his age and his uh, yeah. his his MLB service time. So you know. Um, hopefully he, he can turn it around eventually, you know? Yeah, he's a phenomenal athlete, but something that I kind of nitpicked and noticed a bit, whenever he goes on a cold streak, 
I don't know if it's just coincidence or it's just me trying to throw something annoying here, but I feel like every time he's in the cold streak, the barrel of the bat's always a little higher on the swing. I well, feel he's, like he's probably trying. He's probably trying to raise his. Uh, he's probably trying to raise his his launch angle. He's probably trying a little yeah. too much, but you know, I mean, he. You know, the thing is, and and this is something. This is something that Pete Rose said. You know, your swing got you to the majors. Your swing got you here. Yeah. So you should never change it. If, and he said, if you're going in a slump, you know, don't change your swing. Change where you're sitting in the box. Move up in the box. Move back in the box. Move east. Move west in the box. You know what I mean? Like, you know. One of the greatest hitters to not be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he is one of the greatest hitters ever. And he's, you know, and that makes a lot of sense. You know what I mean? Like, why change the mechanics of your swing? When you know you can just move the placement of where your you know where yeah. the swing is, I guess originating from from your body. Little, you know what it's I mean? always like, the so, little things. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you know, I mean that he'll figure it out. I mean, yeah. you know, we we've seen we've seen him put up tremendous numbers in the past. You know, in the middle of the summer, he was putting up great great numbers. I I, I think I'm comfortable in saying he, saying he still has. A, a batting average over uh, over 285. I, I mean, that's just that's kind of a you know. Tanger on the two eighties last time I looked. Yeah, so I mean, you know, it's still really good from what it was. He was almost hitting 300, so you know, I mean, yeah. I guess he was kind of bound to uh, to come back down to earth eventually. Everyone um, slumps, like I yeah. like I said last two and a half weeks on Twitter. Everyone slumps. It yeah. Happens. Except for Barry Bonds and J.D. Martinez, those guys don't slump at all. So you know, it's don't really get me uh... started on Barry Bonds right now. <laughs> that's another. That's another. Uh, that's another conversation for another episode, I guess. Maybe but, for the um, Hall of Fame edition or something. But I yeah, I, I have a okay. lot of a lot of I have a lot of good takes on Barry Bonds. So we won't get into that now. We don't. We don't have enough days to argue. About that. <laughs> Literally, my beard will turn gray. <laughs> yeah, mine is already. Um... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's get into the pitching side of things in the series. Um, Brazier, once again, best pitcher on the planet. Uh, two and a third innings pitched, zero ERA. Pomeranz, Pomeranz, everyone's favorite pitcher. Four oh. innings pitched, zero ERA. Joe Kelly, we've announced, we, we officially established that Joe Kelly is indeed back. Two innings pitched, zero ERA. Um, Brandon Workman, your favorite pitcher, Porchy. Yeah. Okay. Two innings pitched, zero ERA. So this is basically this is a zero ERA club. Um, like you know. Like and I mean, I I don't think that Pomeranz should move to you know move from the bullpen. You know, and and everyone everyone was saying. Um, I think someone on Twitter was saying. Uh, uh, there was a reporter on Twitter saying that uh, Cora is planning on using Pomeranz as a lefty specialist. Um, I mean, you know, initial thoughts. It's, it doesn't sound like Pomeranz should be a specialist at anything other than just <laughs> submitting himself into the sun. But um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know if you call a guy who's doing the basically the exact opposite of what he's paid to do a specialist. Yeah, that's just me. But you know, like he had one good. It, he had one good outing. He had he had a he had a good series. Okay, I think. He's had he's had a he's had a good last few outings, on, yeah. you know, from the bullpen. You know, I think here and there it's been a little mixed up, um, but I think for the most part he's, you know, I know that. Yeah, I think I think, you know, this is kind of sound. This is gonna this is gonna sound a little weird, but, um, you know, I I think I think he's starting to might maybe come around a little bit. You know what I mean? Like I think he's he's definitely improving. Okay, you got to give me that. You got to give me that. He I, I, he I is improving, and, and I understand he is improving. he is improving. But I mean, I, I wouldn't really say settling in just yet. No, 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 no. I feel no, like no. I feel like because because I was I was lovely debating with this guy on at work the other day, and uh, I mean, there's people saying, "Yo, toss him in the starting rotation again." No, no, no. no. No, 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 no. There's, there's, there's no, there's no, re- there's no reason, there's no reason for that. Exactly. There's no reason for that at all. But Listen. I mean, calling him like a specialist, even a long reliever in a potential playoff situation frightens the hell out of me. Yeah. I mean, just, just keep him at a, an inning or two a game. That, that's yeah. what he's thriving at right now. 
Leave yeah. them at that. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Please exactly. don't try to fix it. Exactly. Please. I I think I think they're smarter than that to kind of switch it up on him again. You know what I mean? Like he, you know, when we first put him in the bullpen, it was it was difficult for him to get used to it. Or I don't know if it was difficult as as much as much as it was, you know, him kind of uh, doing the same thing as what he was when he was a starter. But you know, it's starting to kind of you're you're kind of starting to see some flashes in the pan from Pomeranz. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. know, like I said, the series he had a zero ERA, four innings pitched. I mean, four innings pitched. That's he pitched. He pitched the most out of any any uh, any reliever in the series. Um, yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's it's it speaks for itself. Um, I mean, wasn't he a reliever to start with? He was a reliever to start with it with the Oakland A's. Um, yeah, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, it could be one of those cases where you know a guy that was always destined to be in the bullpen and then got switched to a starter that kind of messed them all up. You know what I mean? Like I know that. That happened with Jabba Chamberlain. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, there's a million guys that 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 happened with. So, you know, I don't think I don't know if that's the case with him, but you know, I mean, we'll see. Um, you know, and I, I know I know we joke all the time about you know, especially on this on this episode, you know, on this on this podcast, we're like, oh yeah, we should send him to the sun. We should send him to the sun. Maybe we should just delay the trip. Okay, just delay the trip. I want to I want to see where he goes. I really do because you know what? Like you got guys like uh, you got guys like Hembry. You got guys like uh, you know. Uh, I mean, Matt Barnes has not looked good. Is you know? I mean, he's 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 doing the same thing he's always done in his career, where he has just an awful second half of the season. Yeah. I mean, we're seeing that right yeah. now. So you know what? Like honestly, like and. Mark this down as a hot take if you want to, but I'd rather see Pomeranz out there than Matt Barnes right now. I'd rather see Pomeranz out there than than Hembry right now, honestly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So this is what I'm thinking. We'll, we'll take Pomeranz off the rocket for now. We'll leave him at the landing pad for sure. Yeah, yeah. We'll slide Hembry up to the top. Okay. Be, because he has he has like the bozo hair going on. Like he ha- he has his own parachute if he needs it. Just just tug onto the braids. <laughs> but I mean. For for now, we'll 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 switch places, but he, yeah. he's still staying near the landing pad for sure. Yeah. Um. So you know that's that's the bullpen in a nutshell. Um. And Michael, again, you're gonna have to use a bleep here, but uh, and I actually have this written down in my notes. So you could see it, I think. Right. Where is it? <laughs> <laughs> right there. Edward Ed, Eduardo. Fucking Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Okay. Yes. That that performance. I was actually out for that performance. I didn't watch it. You, I watched. You I watched. A hell of a game. I know. I know. I watched. I watched the. Hi, I watched the highlights. Uh, oh I watched the highlights God. after. I was out with my girlfriend for our one year anniversary. So you know, enjoying yeah. enjoying Happy our time together. Thank you. But um, shout you know, out to uh, Justin Gonzalez's <laughs> girlfriend. Yeah. Happy one year. Shout out, baby. I love you. Um, <laughs> five and two-thirds innings pitched, one earned run, 12, 12 strikeouts, and one walk. I mean, you know, I sent, I shot out a tweet earlier that uh, the day before that was uh, when when uh, Brian Johnson, I think, started. Uh, uh, was it or was it Eo- – it was, I think, Eovaldi's start, actually, where the Red Sox just kind of like, you know, they crapped themselves. They didn't have a good game at all. And I was like, listen, Eduardo Rodriguez – has to have, you know, we're we're gonna see what he's really made of in this start. Okay, he's gonna come back, and you know, you can really tell that they took their time bringing him back from the DL. You know, he had no pit, he had no pitch count. I mean, you know, he had he had he had no no limit. You know what I mean? Like they just let him do his thing. Okay, yeah. um, and he he rocked it. He rocked it. I mean, you know, he only got he only got to five and two thirds. Um, you know, but he made he got his money's worth. You know, exactly, he, yeah. he went out there. He took he took their he took their money like a bully. You know what I mean? Like a bully, <laughs> like a bully in a schoolyard. You know what I mean? It was crazy. So, it reminded me so much because I remember after we got him in the trade and he was set into Double A, I believe, because he only made like three or four starts in Double A. Mm-hmm. He ended up coming to Manchester, like New Hampshire, playing the Fisher Cats. I was so lucky. Pitch phenomenal. So confident. The fastball, great velocity, great movement, off speeds were just wherever the hell he wanted to put it. Yeah. Like I haven't seen him pitch that good in a Sox uniform until 
his last start. Like, he was just so electric, so personified, but more importantly, he was focused. I have not seen Eduardo Rodriguez pitch so focused in his major league career than he did his last start, and that yeah. is what's going to get him the money. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you know, I just I made some notes on Eduardo Rodriguez. He his the the movement on his fastball was tremendous. He had the best movement on his fastball I've ever seen. And and then you 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 made a note of that as well. You said that his velocity was up, but so was so is you know so is his stuff. Um, he worked the zone that night like no one's business. Okay, he was he worked east, he worked west, he worked nor- he worked north and south. You know, he was all over the place. He he had you know like I know some Can't guy. Forget the paint. No, exactly. He was he was he was pay, he was painting like like Sherman Williams out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then and then you know when if you guys saw when he got when he got taken out when he got taken out of the game, you know, um, he he was pumping his glove like like he had a bad start. He was like, man, like he was like, you know, like I I wish I could have struck out another two hundred guys just now. You he, know what I mean? He wanted blood. That was a bloodlust look oh, in his eyes. God. He wanted I, blood. I love that. You know what I mean? Like that when he first came up with the Red Sox, you know, he he had a really good stretch. You know what I mean? He had he had he put up some really good numbers in his first season with us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then he dipped. He regressed. You know what I mean? It happens. He went through some injuries, you know, no big deal, but he's back. And you know what? He you know, I I might be jumping the gun a little bit, okay? I know it's against the White Sox. They're not the best lineup out there, okay? Future stars, though. Future stars, yes, but you know, as of right now, not the, not there just yet. Yeah. But I would be comfortable with starting him in Game Two of a playoff series. Okay, 100%. for the only reason that I think you know this may have not been a big game on paper, but this is a big game for Eduardo Rodriguez. Okay, you know, coming back from the DL, showing what showing what you know what he can really give us. Okay, big game. Showed up to the big game and punched everyone's lights out. Okay, exactly. I think that he will start to show up to the big games. Okay, even if he doesn't do perfect, he doesn't have to get twelve strikeouts every time. What do I always say? As long as you put your team in a position to win, you're doing a good job. You don't need to get the win every time. Yeah, exactly. That's all that matters. You give a quality start, like yeah, good, good. Yeah. So you know. I think I think that it's a good idea for you know uh, also for Chris Sale and David Price to be to be separated in the rotation as well, um, and I think Eduardo Rodriguez is the perfect guy to do that. You know what I mean? You're not you're not you don't know what you're going to get out of Porcello. You know, um, Porcello was good to begin the season. He's had some good starts. He's had some bad starts. You know, so I you know I, yeah. I don't really want I don't really I mean, want the momentum to to kind of regress after Chris Sale starts. So, right for a reason. Yeah, no. So it's you know, average. he's 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 going through some ruts right now. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, back to Rodriguez before we jump the gun and move on real quick. I yeah, just yeah. wanted to get this off my chest. He had a five phrase sentence for that entire game, and it was "put up or shut up," mm-hmm. because everyone was saying, "Oh, he's back from the DL." I give three performances till he's back on the DL with another knee injury, or or you know, he's probably not going to do good his first start anyway. I mean. Or like, yeah, Chicago, he'll get like five strikeouts, seven innings, blah, 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 whatever. He finally told told all the doubters, I'm here, I'm staying, deal with it. Put up or shut yeah. up game. Yeah, no, and it was. Um, so, you know, uh, o- overall... Um, I, I just I, I wanted to go into uh, a few a few people here as well. Um, Brian Johnson continues to struggle. I, I think his time as a starter is really coming to an end. Um, you know, talk about a guy who can't wait for you know either Stephen Wright to take his place or you know I mean maybe he's just fatigued at this point. You know what I mean? Like. I, I don't know. I, I mean, you know, I, I'm getting to the point now where it's like a Brian Johnson start. I'm yeah. not really I'm not very confident in watching. You know what I mean? Like I, I it's coming that, to a point where it's like it's the offense. Game. Yeah. No. Well, you know, it's coming to the point where it's like the offense really needs to be at their best in order to win that game because they're not going to win. You know, I mean, Brian Johnson is going to give up at least four or five runs. I, I mean, you know, and, and it's weird to see because like he was so dominant like three weeks ago. 
And I, I think you're honestly right here. This is the most innings he's pitched in a season. And we're just getting into September. <laughs> um, so uh, Benintendi had a great. He he did have a great series. He's still in his. He's still in his slump. You know what I mean. Um, but but he had he had a good series. Uh, he went four for ten with one home run, four RBIs. Uh, you know it, it's it's good to see that. You know hopefully hopefully he can um, he can pick up where he left off from that and get a little get a little streak going. You know I think I think uh, he could really benefit from a hitting streak you know, in this point of the season to kind of get his confidence a little bit back. Um, you know, um, uh, let's see. So tomorrow is Porcello. Porcello versus Newcomb um, or Newcomb, however you want to say his name. Uh, <laughs> uh, last time out, Newcomb gave, uh, th- he went, he went three innings pitched, gave up six hits and three earned runs. Um, hopefully the Sox can duplicate uh, what they, what they did against him. Um, you know, get on get on those pitches early, um, you know, and get him out of the game and go and go go uh, go see that bullpen of theirs. Um, Fultinowicz uh, on Wednesday, uh, he's starting for the Braves. That's he's their ace. He's ten and nine with a two point eight zero ERA. Um, he's having a hell of a season. Uh, he his last time out against the Red Sox, he went seven innings, three hits, one earned run. Um, you know, this is their this is their their uh their their second their second time um seeing Fultonowicz um in the season so that could that could work to their advantage um you know but we'll see i mean it, this is this is also his second time seeing um it's it's also it's also his second time seeing the offense so i mean you know we'll we'll see um so the the starters for Wednesday for the Red Sox is yet yet to be determined. Um, I looked up I looked up the uh, the Red Sox starters for Wednesday and and they still didn't have anybody out. Um, you know for uh, it was it was supposed to be Price, but you know we saw what happened with Price. I think I believe Price is starting on Friday against the Astros. Um, don't. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think uh, David Price had a really good start against the Astros early in the season, right? Pretty sure, pretty sure. We'll 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 check we'll check on that in a second. But um, regardless, on Wednesday, I believe that um, Stephen Wright will get the start. What do you what do you think, Porch? Do you think that that's you know I, I don't think they should give it to Hector Velasquez again. I think they're going to go the Stephen Wright route. I'm not sure. What do you oh, think? Boy. I mean, Stephen Wright, like you got to love the guy. He's just a lovable character, but at the same time, ah, uh, and this is going to go into my rant a bit later. But knuckleball pitchers, like you, you love seeing a knuckleball. Like it's funny, and and I mean it's scary when it's good. But knuckleball pitchers have become so irrelevant. I don't yeah. want to see Stephen Wright start, but we don't really have many options because of DL. But did Stephen Wright pitch today? He pitched. Um, I think he only pitched one inning. So I mean, it's. I don't think it's. If they rest him tomorrow from one inning, it's it's his first inning back from the DL. I, I think I think he could go out and give you know four <laughs> or five innings pitch honestly, because you know, for him for him being a knuckleball guy. You know, you really don't need uh, to to exert your body as much as someone who throws 100 miles an hour. So um, the stamina goes a long way. Um, but I mean, you know, I, I just I don't I don't think that giving the ball to Hector Velasquez. I think they're they're kind of messing with Velasquez a little too much. You know, he's starting here. He's a reliever here. You know what I mean? Like they're not doing what they're doing with Brian Johnson, where he you know. He was. He's basically been a starter for a majority of the season. So you know, I think I think that when you have someone that's settled where they need to be or where they want to be, especially you know when when it, it's somewhere where you know they're like, listen, you're going to be a starter for the rest of the season, and you know that, so you know what you need to do for us. You know what I mean? I, I think I think that you know Hector Velasquez is still getting a lot of uh, variety of what you know what needs to be done for him. Um, so I don't know, but I mean, I, I I could be wrong. They they've started Velasquez in the past, and you know, um, we'll 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 see. I'm sure some some sort of news is probably out already, um, about 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 uh, about the start on Wednesday, but um, but we'll see. Um, I just uh, I want to I want to jump into uh, um, 
so the the MVP for August. Uh, who's your MVP and Cy Young for August, Borchi? Well, I mean, I mean MVP is tough, but I feel like logistically, I feel like Ian Kinsler really showed up and stepped up to the plate last month, especially with the White Sox series. Like he was the main guy on the offense in the last series, yeah. and that kind of just put the bow on this great month for August. Yeah. Pitching, pitching's pretty tough. I mean, no one really stood out to me as a Cy Young for this team. Really, I mean, I mean, I'd probably personally because he was consistent until he got hit by a 102 mile an hour line drive to his wrist. Yeah, no, that's, uh, he, that's he a good pick. He would have to be my clear choice. Yeah, 90. percent He was pitching confident, loose. I mean, having fun. I mean, still getting throw shade no matter what, but. He, he was he was still pitching and pitching very very excellent very excellent yeah. last one. So he was he was gonna be um, he was one of the ones I was gonna pick. Um, so MVP I'm gonna go JD Martinez. He just continues. I mean that's that's no surprise to anybody honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just, just continues to, to do. Yeah no yeah. yeah of course but um, I mean he had an 1139 OPS for the for the for the month. He batted 373 for August with seven home runs and 25 RBIs. That it's is crazy. just it's just incredible. He continues to just just do so many naughty things to the baseball. It's just it's incredible to see. You know what I mean? You're gonna you're gonna start seeing his at bats on Pornhub pretty soon. You know what I mean? So he's gotta be rated uh, rated NSFW. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then my Cy Young for the month of August. Drum roll, please. I got. Joseph Kelly. Joe Kelly is my Cy Young for the for the month of August. Um, it, it was close between him and Brazier. Um, Brazier put up similar stats to Kelly for the month. Joe Kelly put up a 1.42 ERA in August. He had a 9.95 K9, K per nine, um, in 12 innings pitched. 12, 12 and two-thirds innings pitched. He's back. He's back. I, I don't care. I, I don't – Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. You know, I mean, you know, the 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 guy is back. You know, he's 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 proven everyone wrong. You know, everyone that was saying, "Oh, Joe Kelly sucks. Joe Kelly sucks." Like, you know, in the middle of the season, like, listen, I knew that he was gonna come back to original form. Okay, he was gonna come back to that that status that he had earlier in the season. So, you know, and he's showing it to you now. Hopefully he can he can keep it going. You know, um, we we had we had a few guys called up that uh, that that will alleviate um, some 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 uh, pitching time from the bullpen that we've seen for the for the majority of the season. Um, you know, you got Workman coming up. You got Pointer. You got uh, 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 Cuevas. Um, you know, so and Robbie Scott. So you know. I think I think that getting them, you know, kind of extending extending their their rest time a little bit is 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 very important. Um, so um, I still want to talk about Kimbrel. Um, Kimbrel in high leverage situations. When we talk about, when I talk about high leverage situations, it's basically uh, um, it's high stress situations. It's just situations where like, it, you could they lose a game. Ugly. Quick. Yeah, you could lose you you could lose the game very quickly. So you know, uh, uh, when when you got bases loaded or you know uh, one out or you know something like that, you know, like like uh, um, where where you need to locate all your pitches. Uh, uh, Craig Kimbrell for the year has a one point nine three ERA in high leverage situations. Now you you don't really you you don't really want to see um, that in a closer. You know what I mean? But you know when when it comes down to the high stress situations. Craig Kimbrell, you know, he, 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 you know, he shows up, he shows up, you know what I mean? Um, you know, he, he, maybe, maybe his beard needs to be cut, uh, just, just a tad, you know what I mean? But, um, you know, for, for, <laughs> for the most part, um, you know, I mean, Where he gets I, the fire from. yeah, exactly. That's why it's I, right. I'm, I'm not, I'm not ready to jump off the Kimber train just yet. Okay, um, I think it's going to take a lot more than what we've seen this season to to kind of give up on Craig uh, on Craig Kimbrell. Um, when it comes to trust in the bullpen, Porchy, 
Can you name some pitchers that you absolutely like when you see them come out of the bullpen? You're like, man, I really trust this guy. Go give it to me, baby. Come on, uh, let's, let's that, get it. I'm definitely loving your guy, Brazier. I mean, he surprised me a lot this year, My especially, man. especially a guy I never really heard of that before the season. Yeah. He was off and on the first half, I believe. Not not many appearances in the first half, but second half, he he's the glue. He's the main reason our bullpen is all has jobs. <laughs> uh, Kelly Kelly, right now, like. I'm comfortable with Joe Kelly walking out. I mean, he's going to throw the heat and he's going to locate the strikes. And then, then you cannot forget my boy Workman. Oh boy. I see Workman. <laughs> you crack a six pack. I'm going to sit on my nice recliner. Just, I'm going to enjoy a couple strikeouts. I love my boy Workman, man. So, so for me, these guys are really good in high leverage situations. Uh, Brazier, Workman, Velasquez has a 2.08 ERA in high leverage situations. In high leverage situations only, I'm talking about. Okay, like oh. when you need when you need when you need someone to really you know Hold get you out of a rut, get you out of an inning. These are these are guys that we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, Brazier, Workman, Velasquez, Pointer is really good in high leverage situations, um, and you know, like I said, Joe Kelly. Uh, you know, his 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 high leverage situation, uh, you know, stats are really, really good. Um, yeah. So, you know, listen, it may not seem like, you know, uh, these guys aren't trustworthy because, you know, you you just you go on and think, oh, the whole entire bullpen sucks just because a few guys suck doesn't mean the entire bullpen sucks. But these were these are what the numbers say. OK. And, you know, um Listen, I I'm a, I'm a, I'm very involved with numbers. I'm very invested with numbers, and you know this is this is what the numbers this is what the numbers are telling me. Um, so you know we'll see how we'll see if it if it stays for the rest of the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, so uh, I just want to give a quick shout out to Seat Geek. Uh, we are now sponsored by Seat Geek, uh, the BSE podcast. Um. SeatGeek is your main source for sporting events and concerts and anything else you can spend your money on tickets. Um, I love SeatGeek. Uh, they give you the best value for your buck. Um, you know, and if you use the the BSE promo code, that's BSE, um, you get twenty dollars off your first purchase. Um, you know, so go and take advantage of that. Hundred percent reliable. Yeah. No. I've used SeatGeek a million times uh, before before this show. We before we even made this show up, um, and so you know much. they yeah they're 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 tremendous. So uh, go check them out. SeatGeek they have their own app. They have a website. They have everything you want. Um, so check them out. Yeah. Um, Porchy, it yeah, so is it is rant time. So it's rant go ahead. time. All right. All right. So I've been thinking about this, especially in our group conversations the last couple weeks. And I know Scott's going to love this when he hears it. But why the hell has it taken it so long to let Brandon Phillips in the major leagues? Why? I mean, the dude's hitting phenomenal. Well, so many four-hit games in the last two and a half weeks of the season. It's AAA. There, there, there's no other step besides the major leagues. He's had so many years of experience in the major leagues. Let the man play. Especially going through a slump like we did for like – what two or three series where we're just getting yeah. by just use the versatility use use the different players different players see things that everyday players aren't seeing like a different set of eyes is always always good why did they let him sit in triple a for so long it blows well, my mind i i think um th- there's a reason for that um you know when you when you when you bring in a guy who um you know they brought him in. They brought him in in um, in the in the middle in the middle of the se- in the middle of the season. Okay, um, you know when you bring in a guy like this, it, it it says a lot about your farm system. Okay, you bring in a guy like Brandon Phillips who hasn't played in months. Okay, and he's gonna get the call up over some other guys who have been in Pawtucket for years. You know what I mean? Like, how does that look? You know what I mean, and that's that's not his fault. That's not Brandon Phillips' fault. I love Brandon Phillips. I can't wait to see what he does on this on 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 the Red Sox. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 I mean, I think he could he could he could have a great rest of the season. You know, he could have that. He could have those Victorino moments in in the World Series if we ever make it, or in the playoffs, or in the ALCS, or the DS, or whatever. You know what I mean? But yeah. 
you know, w- when you when you when you talk about uh, calling up a guy like Brandon Phillips, you really want to make sure that you're really getting everything as advertised. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and and they're really taking his time. They they're, they're taking their time, making sure that there's no one else like Rusney Castillo. Even though he it would cost ten the Red Sox ten million dollars if they wanted to to bring him back up for the year for the year one year yep. for the rest of the year not even a full year um you know and and you got other guys like uh, you know I mean name name it Chavez and 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 you know even Okami I guess if you really wanted to. You know, you you really, I mean, you know, that's a little stretch, but you know, I'm just trying to yeah, give examples. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you really want to make sure that these guys aren't ready just yet, and yeah, yeah. then you know, so that's that's their reasoning with it. But he's up, he's up. He took he took the last spot on the 40 man roster. Now, I I want to say that he can still play in the playoffs because. Um, I know, I know the the deadline was September first to bring him up for for the playoffs. Although, I think there's something that says that um, if uh, it, because the Pawtucket season ended on Sunday, um, that it, it that would be September second. By the way, um, yeah. that I it think was like he's that still with too. yeah yeah. So I think he he is still eligible to to play for the playoffs, even though it's after September first. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. So you know, I kind of have a backup argument against that. Even if, even if he is not eligible for the playoffs, he can still contribute to this team. Oh yeah, hundred percent. How how can he do that, Justin? Ask me. How can you, how can he do that, Justin? Well, I, I, I'm going to tell you. Okay, I'm going right, to tell gonna you right it. now. You're going to learn today. He he can contribute to this team. In a way, in a way that you know he can give a lot of these guys rest. Okay, what was the one thing Eduardo Nunez needed going into the postseason last year? It rest. was rest. His first at bat, I'm pretty sure it was his first at bat. Yeah, he he got injured. He got injured, and then he he had to be lifted off the the field. It, you know it was I mean? a horrible sight. Yeah, so I think you know coming down this stretch, he can give a lot of guys some some breathing time, you know, and he can go out there. And you know what? It's important for him too, because if see, even if he doesn't go to the playoffs, okay, if he goes out there and does really well, he could get a contract in the offseason. Yeah, why not? You know, someone will take a flyer on him. Someone will give him a million a million dollar contract for one year. Like you know, it's better than nothing. You're giving the guy a job, exactly. okay? You're giving you're giving the guy work, and you know. So this is this is his kind of his his time his time to to show not only the Red Sox but everyone else what he can do. Exactly, um, and not you know only I mean? that, there's a little thing that I've noticed. Uh, I'm gonna call it the JD Martinez effect. You notice mm-hmm. how he always has that iPad, pen and paper, and a notebook, like yeah. how he helped Jackie Bradley Jr. He'll notice things that Jackie won't obviously see. Helped him out offensively, made him better. Brandon Phillips could do the exact same thing. He he yeah. notices everything that people aren't gonna notice from doing every doing it every day. You're not gonna notice it. He's that veteran guy that's gonna know exactly what to do. I, I I think I think having a veteran veteran presence like that in the clubhouse is really important. I don't Huge. think you could have I don't think you could have enough veterans in the clubhouse. Um, you know, you got Kinsler, you got Pedroia, you got you know even Xander Bogarts is a, is a veteran. He went to a World Series. He won a World Series. He knows what, he knows what it's all about. You know yeah. what I mean? He had a he's home done, run so exactly. He's he's done he's done something that Mookie Betts has never done. You know what I mean? Is is been to a World Series and producing a World Series. You know what I mean? So Francisco Lindor's never done. He has a ring. Yeah, I mean that's that's again that's another there's another argument for another uh, you know another day, but um, you know so I think I think having a veteran like that is is extremely important. Yeah. Um, you know, in in Pawtucket, he went 45 for 149 with four four home runs and 19 RBIs. Um, I think he'll adjust. He'll he, he doesn't have to do much adjustments to to you know what he's been doing in Pawtucket. He's been in the majors for many many years. He knows what it's all about. You know what I mean? This is just to kind of get him up to speed, him being in Pawtucket. Um, and I think he could fit great in this ball club, you know what I mean? Especially giving some guys some rest, like I said. And, you know, uh, we'll, 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 we'll go from there. Um, you know, but I know, uh, I know Steve especially um, is really happy to have him finally up, up uh, you know, giving him a shot. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, if anybody else is listening to this, if you're a prospect, you know, if you're, if you're listening to this, to this show, you know, um, 
listen, you you guys, there's there's plenty of time. You know what I mean? Brandon Phillips is is you know a veteran that the team needs, and you know, it's trust me, you're triple in for a reason. We got you. You're 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 still in the limelight, Hal. Plenty, 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 plenty time to see some action later down down the stretch. Always, always. Um, so I just kind of want to go over. Uh, I want to analyze this September schedule real quick. We have the Astro. This is after the Braves, the Brave series. Um, we have the Astros. We have the Blue Jays. We have the Mets, uh, and then the Yankees, and then the Indians, and then the Orioles, and then the Yankees to finish off the season. Um, what is the series? I know, I know what Anthony's answer is. Uh, what is the series that you are looking out for the most? Anthony, Anthony's series is um, the the last Yankee series of the season where he had his hot take. He 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 said uh, that someone was going to hit a grand slam um, in the in the in the bottom of the ninth to to win the game, <laughs> a walk off grand slam, um, and potentially that would be the uh, that would be the 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 game to win the division. But I think uh, after this uh, after this they got point, too much of a lead now. They got yeah, they're only yeah, sixteen I, away. I think so. Yeah, so I think uh, I think hey, it was I think, looking uh, like it was going to happen. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, listen, they could still they could still get the walk off even if it's not for the division. That would be exactly. freaking amazing if they did that. Um, but uh, Porchy, what is what is the series you're looking out for the most? This Houston uh, series is going to be very pivotal because yeah. it's it's at Houston, I believe, right? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. So last year's ALDS. Oh, wait. Is it at Houston? I thought it was. And I could well, be wrong here. No. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry. You're good. Um, no, because well, because they, they played in Houston early in the year. That's when Christian gotcha. Vasquez had that home run. Gotcha. Um, so no, it's, probably, it's at home. It's at home. It's at Boston. All right. Yeah. Well, regardless, regardless, the ALDS series, we got embarrassed. We got outplayed on every aspect of the ball, and we just did not look like we belonged in that series. This shows us kind of like what the Cleveland series did a while ago this shows us how much how ready we are to face the defending world champs how ready we're going to be competitive like firing on all cylinders this could be a potential alcs matchup because frankly i don't see new york going anywhere athletics will probably beat them in a wild card they're, they're probably not going to go anywhere just due to inexperience mm-hmm. i mean this is this is the potential alcs matchup this this series could be a preview of who's going to the yeah. world series and yeah. they're two of the best teams in the American League. I'm very, I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do, especially if price isn't available, if sales not available. If we can at least split the series without our two best pitchers, imagine what we can do with them. So, prices, like I said before, prices come back Friday. Both of them are team. available. Chris Sale. Sales available. It may be available towards the end of the series. So yeah. So all right. So okay, we'll okay. we'll get we'll we'll get in, we'll get into this right now. So. David Price is, is avail- he should be pitching Friday um, unless he suffers some sort of setback and I don't even know what he's doing. He doesn't even need a rehab center or anything like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's too um, late in the season for that anyway. Yeah. So so um, he's coming back Friday. Alex Cora said that Chris Sale uh, will be activated during the homestand. Uh, they have a nine the Red Sox have a nine game homestand starting with the Astros. Um and he doesn't. He didn't say when exactly. Uh, when exactly during the homestand he'll be activated, but he will be activated during the homestand. Um, so uh, my guess would be against the first Yankee series in Yankee Stadium. You know, when, when you guys, when you guys, and I, you could say that that's the series that I'm looking forward to as well. Um, the Yankee series that's in the Bronx, not the one to finish off the season. Um, that is that is a huge that that could be a really that's a that's a that's a that's a swing series okay what do i mean by that exactly exactly so you know they're really getting back to the team that we saw in the beginning of the season um so you know if the yank if listen if the red sox get swept okay they have the astros they the mets could surprise you the Mets really gave a, a fight, you know, against the Yankees. You know, if the if the Red Sox get swept by the Yankees in the first series, okay, they have Cleveland to deal with after that. It, I mean, you know, and then the Yankees again. Things can go downhill real quick. It could. 
It could. And, you know, I'm not I'm not saying it's going to be a collapse. I'm not saying this or that, but... There's a possibility. You, you need a guy like Chris Sale to do what he did against the Orioles when he came off the DL the first time against the Yankees in the Bronx. Okay? You need him to... You need him to really... And you know what? No, this is you just you need it. You need yeah. him to start against the Yankees. You need a statement okay? game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Especially and, if New York starts rallying and starts picking up wins, you have a guy that like Chris Sale come in in that first game, just completely wipe the hope off that team, just kill their momentum. Just Chris Sale's the guy on our roster that can do it. Just completely but, silence the away crowd at Yankee Stadium. It's a phenomenal this time of the season. You're not going to do that with one pitcher and one one game. Exactly. You never know. Well, you know what? Listen, Chris Sale has been itching to pitch, okay, since he went on the DL the second time, okay. You know he he has just been just just dying to strike people out. Like it's almost like you know he's going through withdrawals, okay. <laughs> like you know, he's a dog on a chain. He's ready to if, get loose. If if you get eight innings out of this guy, I I trust Kimbrel to go in there and close it out, okay. I do. I, I just do. You could call me crazy if you want to, but I think Chris Hill going out there and doing what he does and, you know. Especially I, a heightened game at Yankee Stadium. You know he's going to perform. So I'm looking at, let's see. So so if Price starts Friday, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. So he, Price, Price would start the second game of the Yankee series in the Bronx. That. What a that, way that to is, finally – and the hate right there, especially with the tear he's been on. If he pitches good, that's it. That's it. Media has nothing. No, that's you know, I, 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 feel like, I feel like, uh, you know, depending on how he comes back from this injury yeah. and how he pitches on Friday, will be, you know, it will be, it will be the, uh, the, the deciding factor. Now, the thing is, I honestly would rather have Price start against the Yankees than Eovaldi or Brian Johnson at this point. So, you know. Uh, I, I imagine the day I'm, after that. That's that's what I'm talking about. Like that's why this series is so important. You know, like the last the last series of the season that that could be important as well. But you know that that could be potentially when Chris Sale comes back. That could be you know David Price's start against the Yankees in the Bronx, finally getting getting the monkey off his back. Um, and they could pick up two good, two big games right there. That could be the nail in the coffin. So you know. Um, we'll be looking, we'll be looking back for that. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll obviously come back, come back to that. Um, and, um, so since there's like, we've had kind of like a scenario type theme, uh, I was noticing the last couple of days of social media. So I kind of wanted to drop this scenario on you and see what you thought. Mm-hmm. All right. So we're down one run bases are juice, two outs, bottom and ninth postseason game, whichever one you want to call it. Bets at third Martinez at second. And we'll say Devers at first. Who's hitting the grants? Who do you want up? Who do you want? Bogarts. Bogarts. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. No. I I mean, even even if you gave me, if you gave me the chance, if you gave me, you know, the option of having anybody up, I think my first choice would still be Xander Bogarts. Honestly, because he's the best contact hitter on the team. Well, no. So he he maybe not contact, but like he's a pure hitter. He hits. He hits the best in the in in. He's the best situational hitter. When he he bats extremely well with bases with with runners in scoring position. Okay, he bats very well with the bases loaded. So you know, I could I could take the obvious answer and say JD Martinez. That's not a bad answer either. Yeah. But it shows that this year Xander Bogarts has just been incredible with with when there's when there's men on. Yeah, um, I feel like even in his career average is like three thirty something with runners in scoring position. Yeah, yeah. And basically, no, I mean, he has like three career grand slams, so you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, that's 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 my guy for for uh, situational um, batting. Um, Christian Vasquez is back. He 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 came back today. Uh, today, Monday, Labor Day. Uh, he drove in a run. Um, so, going forward, who is your starting catcher and why? Out of the three, uh, you got you got Swihart, Leon. Christian Vasquez, who's your starting pitcher? Um, your starting catcher, excuse me. Because I mean, I feel like offensively, Vasquez is your better option. But at the same time, you, you've had public endorsements from Porcello and guys like that. Leon's the number one guy. 
Like yeah. he's he's the guy the pitchers want to throw to right now. Yeah. I mean Vasquez, I feel more confident at the plate than Sandy Leone because he's never been an eye popping hitter. But at the same time, you go with the guys that the pitchers are more comfortable with, and that has to be Leone. Yeah, I mean you gotta you gotta give some love to Swihart too. You know oh, what yeah. I mean, Swy- oh, yeah. Swihart's been tremendous at the plate, uh, you know, ever since he came back from the DL. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and you know, it, it's really weird to see how these guys are coming back from the DL and they're doing great. Eduardo yeah, Rodriguez, yeah. Swihart, you know, and it's almost as if they may not be having some legit injuries. Maybe, maybe they're just taking it as rest. And you know they're getting that well-needed rest, and they're just coming back really, really strong. And that that could be throwing opponents off, because you think guys from the DL, well, they're just getting back. They're, they're not going to be able to hit my fastball. They're they're not going to be able to perform 100 percent right off the DL. And then at the end, they're like, oh, damn, did did I did I miss something? Yeah. I, I thought he was off the DL, and he just hit three home runs off me. You know, yeah. something stupid like that. So, no, that's a good point you're alluding to right there. could just be rest, like I think it is with Sale, honestly. Yeah. No, and, you know, uh, I, I really I can't wait to see Chris Sale, what he does like, coming out of the gates. I, I mean, he is just opening up the gates of hell and just going to unleash on everybody. Um, you know, so I'm really excited to see that. Um, Rafael Devers is also back with DL. He was added to the roster on Monday. Um do you so the last episode? I think it was. Um, I kind of, uh, I kind of, you know, kind of pointed to the uh, the idea of Devers um, DHing, kind of keeping his glove off the field for a little bit, um, and then you know, so so he can get his his bat back, you know, his 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 offensive uh, situation back to get back, back to speed. Um, what do you what do you think what do you think about that? You think that's a good way to transition him back into the back into the big league? Yeah, I mean there there's multiple avenues the Sox could take here. I mean they could just slide him back a third call a day. They they could do the DH and option, just have him focus on his offense because that's a that's the biggest that's the biggest pinpoint in his game. Is he has yeah. tremendous power, but he can also spray the ball wherever he wants. Or there's the option that I kind of tried to well, I did talk about a little bit in the last episode. Simon at first base. Yeah, you got you got Pierce. I mean, Moreland's struggling. He's he's not really doing great. I mean, why not? When I feel like after Moreland leaves that in his free agency after next season, Devers is going to be the original first baseman, anyways. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, why not? Why not get him more versatile and in a different position? Yeah. I mean, it's basically like third base, except you're not doing the throwing aspect, which right, which would be in his favor. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, I don't think right now is the time to kind of teach him a new position this this <laughs> yeah, late yeah. in the season. I think that's something that he could pick up for next season. Um, but, you know, I think uh, they may want to DH him coming back. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that he could be a, a, another big catalyst for this team uh, come playoff time. Oh, um, that, you know, that, get- that's, and that situation's only because, like, as you were saying on the DL – They've been they've been working with him on defense instead of offense, keeping his footwork up. So I mean, like if they, if they wanted to keep him fresh in the infield, I mean, I guess first base would be an option. But I mean, yeah. more or less, I'd rather see him work on his offense than his footwork. Yeah, no, I I, I think I think so too. Um, so, you know, I mean, we'll 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 see how he does coming back. I I I would expect to see him back in the lineup today. If you're listening on drop day, is Tuesday. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully he comes back and does really well. Um, can't wait to can't wait to see more inside the park home runs from the guy in the playoffs. So uh, that was that was epic. I did not think the that, big guy yeah. had it in him. <laughs> that was that was crazy. Um, so I mean, I think we I think we covered everything that uh, that I wanted to talk about today. Honestly, um, you know, uh, Gabrielle will hopefully be on the next episode with us. Um, so you know, I, I mean, listen, I I could have ran it today. I'm gonna leave it for the next episode. Honestly, uh, you know, ah, I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that for the next episode. Yeah, the uh, rants weren't that great tonight. I kind of, yeah. Listen, my my entire <laughs> life is a rant, so you know, I I could go on for days and Dude, days. That's and days, the fun but... part. If, if you can't debate with somebody, <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah, no, I know. Um, so uh, closing thoughts. Uh, what do you guys got? Anything? Anything you want to get off your chest before we end tonight? I mean, really looking forward to this Brave series. This is going to be huge, especially when this could be a potential matchup 
some point in the World Series next five years. Yeah. This, this team's perennial offensively, defensively. They have some of the best prospects in the league coming up come up this year. And it's just phenomenal to see like how they weren't projected to do basically anything to a playoff caliber team. It, it just blows my mind. I mean, it's going to be great to see how the Sox handle this very, very young lineup because it's basically the same predicament the Red Sox were in last year. Mm-hmm. They had a really young lineup, but in experience, and that's what kind of was their downfall in the postseason, just in experience. Yeah. But very excited, looking forward to that. Hopefully some, hopefully to see David Price Friday because that would be awesome. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, always always room for my team, you know. Uh, yeah. Great to be you here. Know, I, I uh, you know. Uh, you guys know my thoughts. I could talk all day about the Sox. Uh, you know, I'm I'm excited to see, like you said, how David Price, you know, comes comes out of the, comes out of the gates on Friday. Hopefully, he has a great, healthy start. Hopefully, he's feeling a lot better. Hopefully, all our guys are feeling a lot better. Um, and you know, if any uh, if any players are listening to this, we're we're really proud of what you guys are doing on the field and off the field for us. Um, you know, you you guys are quite literally making history. Um, so you know, April. maybe. All, all of the shit you guys may be seeing on social media and blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, we don't have to tell you guys to tune it out. But, you know, we uh, us three right here, we're, 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 we're a pretty proud group. So, you know, keep keep Austin on keeping on. <laughs> yeah, keep keep on making us proud. Um, yeah. And, you know, I mean, listen, that's uh, that's our episode for tonight. We'll be back. Um, we're, we'll be back uh, before, before the Astros series. Um, so... Go ahead and uh, check us out. Uh, we are. You can look us up at the BSE podcast on uh, on Twitter, BSE underscore podcast. At, uh, that's our handle on Twitter. Um, and you know, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys next time, guys. So uh, find us on Spotify, find us on iTunes, anywhere that uh, you know you can find a podcast. Um, and you know, check us out. Leave it, leave us, leave us, leave us some stars. Leave us some five stars. That'd be wonderful. Subscribe to the podcast, and uh, you know, well, we'll we'll keep on delivering for you guys. So uh, you know, with with uh, with uh, you know, nothing else to be said. I think we're done here. So uh, signing off. See you guys later. Peace. <laughs>